0: Shut up, and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift. It's episode 265, and I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me. It's Matt. It's the greatest week of my whole life. It's the best week of my whole life, but I don't get to talk about it first, and it makes me very sad. But I'm also not sad, because with me is always... It's the light bearer, light bringer, the light bearer, bring the beastmaster the third shift. It's Eric, and he's here to tell us about his great week and how much fun he had, because I know you did have fun. Don't shake your head at me. You sent me a picture of all the fun times you were having and you can't wait to talk about it. Here he is. Eric, tell us how was your week this week? Until you'd said that, I totally forgot what the hell you're even talking
1: about. I knew it. I'd forgotten. Time is something or rather. Whatever people say, as I always say on the show, that feels like a hundred years ago already. Uh huh. It does. It feels it it feels like a hundred years ago, folks. Okay, this last weekend feels like it happened to me a month ago. I'm like, what? What's the man even talking about? It has not been a good week. It is not a good week. It's not going to be a great week. It can it, it literally cannot be a good week. It's impossible.
0: But it has been because you had
1: a great weekend. And then he said, he said, but the thing you did, the picture. And I went, oh yeah. Pfft. Well, yeah, that was fun, but oh, you know, yeah. Gosh, dang it, man! <laughs> so what he's referring to is I went on our last camping trip of the season. So we went over to Grand Haven. We got in there. They celebrate Halloween this last weekend, which we did, and then this coming weekend. I can't do it this coming weekend because of the same old, same old quarter end, which is why my life cannot be happy until two weeks from now. But that's okay. Because as Matt said, we did have a lot of fun. We went to the lighthouse. We went out there, as is tradition, and walked out there. and Waves crashing, big old bar ship going by. So that was cool. That was different. We haven't seen that. Well, I've seen it before, but they haven't seen that before. So.
0: And I was going to ask you, what is the what is the thing like in the middle? What is that? When I saw like the the small preview picture before I opened it up, I was like, this is some kind of like weird like. ride down to the water thing what is this and then i looked up and it's just the thing that goes the whole way
1: no what it is is that first off it has the cables the protected cables are in like little metal uh loops going straight down that go all the way to the lighthouse and then pass that to the emergency little shack where somebody could technically live and operate the lighthouse okay uh but more than that it's the oh my god lake michigan's going insane and the waves and the and the water is so high that it's you can't get by going on the actual platform, that's the emergency platform.
0: Okay. So if you like if you went out to the lighthouse mm-hmm. and then it just went everything went insane. Not so Magoo, you could tippy top over.
1: Tippy top over that that platform okay. to get back to shore and not get killed. So that's what it's there for. Obviously we're not allowed to use it or touch it, but that's that's its use. I don't know if it's ever been used. I have no idea because I don't live over there and I don't know how bad it gets. I do know that while we were there, the waves were so high that the water was crashing onto the secondary platform. So that was pretty fun to watch. Just watching that just poof, hit the secondary platform and then it would crash over onto the one we're on and then just be like a light wave of water coming over the top end. So just seeing that, I go, well, if it can do that, I have seen a really bad storm it probably does a lot more than just that.
0: So this is the place where you've told the story about Amanda going, get away from the edge, kids. Oh, yes. my God, there's water and stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. And there's other ones, too, along
1: there. And Holland's got one. Uh, there's actually one right to the right of where we were that we've never walked on. I think it, you got to do like a little two, three-mile little hike to get to the old lighthouse, which we're going to do next year. We didn't do this year, but we'll get there. So, yes, we did that, and we had Halloween time which was fantastic. Walked the kids around, did all the trick-or-treating, the uh, the RVs and campers, you know, they, they get into it. So you got all these cool setups with all sorts of Halloween decorations. And one of them that's always there at Grand Haven, they do like the the big blow-up dinosaur things where they're in these giant dinosaur houses and they got the music rocking and they're out there doing, you know, flip dances and break dancing and going all nuts and handing out all sorts of fun stuff. So good times we had a good time kids got tons of candy had a blast we saw our traditional grave which i sent matt a picture of as well that says matt be dead and by gods he was dead again this year buried gone just a skeleton poking up out of the ground matt be dead it was fantastic i hope it's there every year for the rest of our lives
0: and the day you sent it to me the night before i was like, man am i am i be dead and then saturday was the glorious day of recovery and i went i'm not dead so i can laugh at this (laughs) ha ha i'm not dead (laughs) i'm not dead and then lastly for that little trip which was really
1: neat they had a haunted pavilion okay i went into this totally like all right it's gonna be you know just some ramshackle little haunted house thing they put together and boy oh boy it was impressive I mean, it was better than some of your little third-rate ones you get around Lansing, you know, and in, in town over there. I was impressed. You know, this little campground put on a dang cool little show. The girls were terrified crying, closing their eyes, the whole nine yards. <laughs> they had all these cool different scenes that you went into. You know, and, you know, I'm sure if you guys love Haunted Houses you've seen it before, but you know, they had the murder shack where all the hanging bodies were and the crazy man with the chainsaw. They had the mad scientist lab with people strapped down on the t- gurneys and getting experimented on. They had the haunted forest where Jason was running around with the knife and the campground and the little fire was going. The whole nine. They had it all. They had the dark room where everything was pitch black and things were just reaching out and touching you and grabbing you and the strobe effects and jump out scares a fun time i'll tell you it was great but the, the weird part is and it's, it happens every year as i get done with it and i'm like all right halloween's over it's november yep and i go no it's, it's september we're going into october now i'm like no we just did halloween it's over happy halloween everybody when's turkey day
0: next week <laughs> well it's because you did the good halloween mm-hmm. the halloween that's coming up is just Ah uh, hey, family friends, blah blah, blah neighbor, neighborhood eh. not even
1: the neighborhood. We don't do that anymore since we do this now we just go to the family friends, do a big dinner, some candy, you know, and hang out.
0: You do the fun stuff too early. yeah, you, you gotta tell them to put it off until actual Halloween
1: time. I wish they would, but they they close down, they close the water down, oh, shut yeah, the water down.
0: Who's gonna want to be out there when it's that late?
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. So unfortunately, they do have to do it early and then they close shops and away you go. So with that being said, I won't diddly daddle too long. Beyond that, it was a good time. It's quarter end for me, which I'm sure Matt will explain. Uh, I did play some video games, Tales of Arise and Diablo 2 Resurrected. I was going to make Diablo 2 Resurrected my game of the week, but I was like, meh, well, I'll just say this. It's Diablo 2, and if you love Diablo 2, you're going to love Diablo 2 Resurrected. Because what they did was the famous, they brought the graphics, the music, and everything up to what your Rose colored little old glasses remember it as being so basically it's brought what you remember playing up to what your memory thinks it was to the now and that's fantastic that's all i wanted they did it it is me playing diablo 2 again having a great time getting into it and knowing like as i play it i'm like oh i could just i could just stay here for like seven hours and just play i could do this because I've done it a thousand and a million times before in the past. Yep, you did it. You did it, Blizzard. You brought this forward, made it amazing. Made it what we all remembered it to be. And I'll tell you, it's such a different vibe from Diablo 3. A completely different vibe. So if you played 3 and you're kind of like, well, I, I don't know. And that's the only one you've ever played and you're like, oh, about Diablo? Diablo 1 and 2 are a different bird from what Diablo 3 was. So maybe give it a shot. I don't know. I don't really care if you do or don't, honestly I have a good time with it, I'm going to keep having a good time with it, I've got a p- couple buddies who are having a good time with it, so we'll have fun and of course as I said, Tales of Rise. I've got 40 something hours in this game, they told me this was only a 30 to 40 hour RPG it's not the, that's not it it's not, because it's not uh, i got a lot to do left and I'm 40 hours in, so they're liars these people who play in 30 hours, they're not actually
0: experiencing the game Okay, I'm convinced, and that's exactly what I was going to say to you. Oh, it probably only takes thirty to forty hours, because that's because you're getting paid to get a review done in two days. So all you do is just mainline the story, mainline. And just beeline it. Oh, you can do a fishing mini game? No, 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 no. Nope, no, was a nothing. side conversation. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. a legendary weapon. No, 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 no. No, just run, run, run from point A to point B. Next time next town, next town, next town,
1: next time next town. That's exact. That's exactly what's happening. Because there's no way you could beat Tales of Arise if you're playing it as you would if you're an RPG, you know, lover, and, and get away with it. No, eh. I'm 40 hours in, and I'd guesstimate I got about 25, 30 hours left if I had to guess. So, fantastic, good time. I've talked about it already, so I won't elaborate. But maybe at the end when I beat it, I'll do like a kind of a breakdown. For now, just say loving it. I totally recommend if you like RPGs to go play that damn game. I can't say that enough. Enjoy Tales of Rise. What about you, Matt? What's going on this week?
0: You know what's going on this week, Egg. It's the greatest week of my entire life. Because not only is most of the sickness gone, broke over the weekend, like I kind of alluded to when you said that Matt was dead, but then I looked at the list. The little list we gotta we gotta look at every single day when we walk in the door It says, Have you had any of these symptoms? And I went, I've had every single one of these symptoms. Hey, work, what do you want me to do? Oh, we want you to stay home for two weeks. And it's been the best, so far it's been the best week of my life because I get up, I've, I'm refreshed, I'm fresh as a daisy, I make myself a beautiful breakfast and my commute time to work is two seconds because I sit down and turn the computer on and then, you know, I go to the restroom and like five times yesterday, I went, did something, came back to work and I went, I looked around, I literally looked around like this and I went, I'm at home and I threw my hands up in the air and it was beautiful. And I put Metal Gear Solid playthroughs on the the main computer, the main screen in the back to listen to while I'm doing my works. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It won't last forever, so I'm going to enjoy it now. And outside of that, in the real world, I went and saw Cry Macho. I saw that yesterday, actually, the Clint Eastwood movie. Pretty good movie, but pretty slow. And there was something about it. I just couldn't get into it. Once the main story got moving, I enjoyed it. It was a good story, but it was just hard for me to get into. I don't know something about it but still a good movie. And then over the past week, they released the opening credits for the Cowboy Bebop live action version on Netflix. And I, I put it out on Twitter. I told our buddy Jim Ferranda, I've been really wary about this version because Cowboy Bebop is like triple S tier, amazing anime, one of my favorites of all time ever. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, how could you do justice to it? Watching this opening trailer, it's amazing. It's flipping fantastic it's better than the original one in certain ways like it's so stylish and so cool and the little clips and bits you get of the characters you kind of get like a a teeny tiny feel of what their episode is going to feel like and it feels right and it feels good every single bit and hit and piece that I saw I loved amazing I couldn't believe it it literally brought a tear to my eye it was so good so I can't wait to see it now, and now I'm probably over too hyped. And I'm going to watch it and go, ah, it's not as awesomely hyped as I wanted it to be. But I'm a million times more hyped than I was before. Fantastic. If you're a fan of Cowboy Bebop, and, you, and you're and you like me, you're old man, and, and was really antsy and anxious about it, go watch it, because it's stylish and it's cool, and oof, it looks great. But on the video game front, I played the Voice of Cards demo, which I don't know if we want to talk about now or we want to talk about it later as we get into the topic that we're going to talk about, but I enjoyed it overall. If we're going to talk about it more later, then we'll talk about it more later. I think I played a little bit more Deathloop. Not a lot, though. Just a little tiny bit because I've been playing Lost Judgment, which came out on Friday. And man, that review that I saw that was like, oh, man, it's basically like more judgment. And the character is really just a, a dry, blank shelf of an expression like he was through the first game. No, he's not. He's not overly expressive, but he cracks jokes. He has little moments. In the original Judgment, most of his voice acting was. Hmm. I don't know. So, desu <sighs> No energy, nothing. But in this one, he's like a normal dude. He's talking and having fun and having big reactions, having small reactions. Feels good. Feels great. Loving the story. I'm loving. Going to all the little clubs and having to infiltrate them. I did the esports club just the last time that I played, and I was terrified. I was terrified because they were like, "Yeah, you got to be good at what is it? Virtual Fighter Five Final Showdown in there." And I'm like, "It's like you got to face the four pillars of our university and Virtual Fighter to get to me and all this." And I went, "Oh my God, I'm going to be able to do one match and then that's it." And then somehow my cheap scrub idiot skills like destroyed everybody. So it, it felt so good to just be like, "Oh no, it's not going to work." Just uh, hit buttons, hit buttons, hit buttons. Oh, I scraped by. I did it. Yes, beautiful, wonderful. I will.
1: Don't gotta worry about it. Yes, storyline complete.
0: But I've been loving that game. It's just I feel like the the open world is a little less fun at this point. I'm still pretty early on, but once you get into the school stories, the side activities, the sub stories. Those are still just as fun as they always are. So I went in very hesitant, very cautious, especially because of that one review that I that I listened to. And that guy is full of nonsense because it's a ton of fun. I've been loving it. And I think that's been it for me this week. But I know... Man, this week it's, this week's not over yet because we got two awesome releases to tell you guys about. And Eric's got one because I know he loves little race cars. He's got a whole... I, I know. Off to hey. the side, you got, a, you got a whole rack of them. I, you I, got the thing. I don't.
1: However, you were writing your original statement. I do love freaking Hot Wheels, Matt. I grew up on Hot Wheels, okay? Oh, but yeah. I was that stupid kid who, as I got older... And kind of, you know, was like, all right, well, we're moving on from Hot Wheels to uh, Spawn and Aliens and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Back then, you know what I'm talking about, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I went, I know what I'll do. I'll take these freaking three awesome, cool, collectible cases that I had all nice and neat, pretty fine, full of all those original Hot Wheels made of metal, made in the USA, the whole nine yards. And I'll bury them. I'll bury them, Matt. I'm going to bury him, <laughs> And then when I get old and get ready to move on and get my own house, I'll, I'll take them out of the ground. And then, boom. Because you're stupid and you're young and you think that burying something is going to protect it. Because, you know, you always hear about buried treasure. Go find my buried treasure. You're going to be a winner. You're going to have millions of dollars. You're going to be rich. And I said, well, I'm going to bury these. Come back for them. They were rotted and decayed and screwed up, Matt. It didn't work.
0: Now, a side note, I have a burial of Hot Wheels story too. (laughs) It's not the same as you, but I had this one, and you know, I don't know if it was collectible. I don't know what it was. A really cool Hot Wheels car. It was like a, the car was shaped like a puma, like a Uh white puma or something. And we used to, me and some neighborhood friends would get together and, you know, build the big tracks and stuff and then have races with them. And my puma car was always the fastest. I don't know why or how or whatever, but then. One day, one of the other neighborhood kids was coming over, and he had a brother, like the little, like, crappy small brother who'd, like, pee his pants. or, uh-huh. And he was notorious for, like, filching things, like filching Hot Wheels. And I was like, okay, my prize Puma car, I'm not even going to let him see it. He's not going to see it. He's not going to be able to find it in my house. I'm going to go out back. I'm going to dig a hole and put it in and bury it in there the whole time he's over. And he didn't know it was there. And went back, dug it back up. Put it back on the racetrack. Car never ran again.
1: Damn. Horrible.
0: I mean, I rinsed it out, you know, washed it out the yeah, dirt washed out. Washed
1: it off the whole time.
0: It was only buried for like four hours, but somehow in the Texas dirt, some something came down like a like a graboid or like mm-hmm. a, a Precambrian oh, life form, chewed oh, yeah. at that Puma car mm-hmm. and never ran as good again. It lost every time.
1: Ate whatever oil or, or anything that had, that sucker had in them wheels. Ruined uh-huh. your life. I know. Trust me. Okay, Hot Wheels are a thing. For us old 38, 40-year-old men, it's a real deal. Hence why I said, you know what? What's this Hot Wheels all about? Hot Wheels Unleashed came out. It's out right now. You can go get it for the PS4, PS5, Xbox S, PC, Nintendo Switch. Anywhere you want to grab a hold of it, you can get this freaking game for them. And I was like, well, it's probably going to suck. you know. In fact, it's funny because a lot of other outlets, you know, like I said, I'm a big podcast listener and uh, I pay attention to what's going on. All, you know, a lot of them thought the same. Well, guess what? Milestone, who's the one that developed this and published it, they did a fantastic job, all right, folks? They put out a Hot Wheels game that gives you these super cool, fun tracks based in different, you know, environments, you know, the haunted house-like place, your typical Hot Wheels-looking room, all sorts of different cool spots, and you're on these wacky tracks... Which look just like the, you know, the wacky tracks that you can purchase in the store to build your Hot Wheel tracks. And you go at it with your friends, with random players, with solo, whatever. There's a whole freaking campaign you can play and then go against, you know, the, the AI and have little like uh super challenges as your boss fights, things like that. There's something like uh 66 Hot Wheels that you can unlock while you're playing this, and it's not through buying them. You gather points while you're doing the campaign, you gather points while you're playing against friends or randos, etc. And then when you get enough points, you can go unlock packs, which will give you, you can get like for cheaper, you can get the one that unlocks random, who knows what you'll get packs. Or you can focus and say, no, 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 I really need this OG original uh, burger Hot Wheels truck. That's what I want. You can go get that one, pay a little bit more, save up for it, boom, you unlock it. Now you're racing with that cool OG hamburger Hot Wheels car. And, of course, the best part about this, Matt, is not only that the tracks are wacky, the whole thing plays and looks really, really cool. I mean, the lighting in this thing, the graphics, everything was super solid. I was like, I didn't expect this. I thought it was going to be some kind of triple B, maybe A-plus pl- a type game. Uh-uh. This sucker's looking gorgeous. It it looks like it runs smooth as hell. Uh, from what I hear, people are having a lot of fun with it. The you know the uh, the ratings and all that are so far pretty positive for it. But as I said, with sixty six Hot Wheels, you can get you can get. They said they got classics in there. Some of the first Hot Wheels they ever made. They've got, uh, the newer versions of the older models in there. So you can get ones that me and you would be familiar with. But they also, of course, have all the newer Hot Wheels that have been coming out since forever ago and up till now. Cause I fell out a long time ago, but I still see all these Yahoos at the Walmart in the mire every morning siphon through the, uh, siphoning through the, the brand new Hot Wheels bins as soon as they get put out. So it's still a thing. People still love Hot Wheels and they said they're here to aim to please. So they they took a collection of what they thought from the old and the new, popped it in, like I said, 66 to choose from now, and that's not it. They're going to be adding more. They said as long as people want it, they're going to keep adding in more Hot Wheels, obviously more tracks, I'm sure, into this game. And then, of course, when I say tracks, guess what? It wouldn't be a complete Hot Wheels Unleashed game unless you could make your own tracks. So they give you all the track pieces and you can then design and build your own tracks and then fit them into the rooms that they give you to fit them into. But the important part is, you know, the track. You can design the most outlandish, silly, insane Hot Wheels track that you want, have your friends racing on it, and while you're racing, they've got the cool uh, drifting mechanics going on. They've got this cool airlift mechanics. Like, when you do, like, these huge jumps, you can, like, mess with the wind and like get some extra air time in there kind of like when you had the gliders in mario kart except you don't have a glider it looks like a lot of fun i was so impressed with it i was like man i should get i should get this it'll be a great time i said eric you have no friends no one's gonna buy us with you no one's gonna play you'll play it solo and then you'll never play it again because no one is stopping the the dream is dead for you it's over but if you have friends you're a young person who still has people want to hang out and do cool stuff this is looking really cool. I recommend you check it out.
0: And for me this week, I told you guys that this week I'm a main TV. I've been putting Metal Gear Solid games in the background while I'm doing my work. And coincidentally, hey, what came out this week is a game called Unmetal, which dropped on the 28th, developed by Unepic Fran and published by Versus Evil for PC, Switch, Xbox, PlayStation. Apparently, PlayStation Vita, like five months ago. I was watching some reviews and they're like, hey, here's the Vita version. And when's the date? From five months ago. How how does that happen? I don't know, but the, what this game is is from the people who made Unepic, which was an indie game about a Dungeons and Dragons crew. One of the members gets sucked into an actual Dungeons and Dragons style world, and it's kind of all meta jokes, fourth wall breaks, that kind of stuff. This is that, but in a Metal Gear type of environment. You play as I think his name is Jesse Fox. He's you know a special special ops soldier, and in 1972 he gets abducted and arrested for a crime you didn't commit so you got to break out of the base and you got to do your thing and it's all presented like the old metal gear game like metal gear one and two so that 2d style kind of not top down but kind of like from the side and you're going around punching guards knocking them out picking them up stealthing your way through here and what's really cool about it is not only is it old school metal gear gameplay and you're doing all that fun stuff again but it is totally fourth wall breaking, making fun of itself, jokes all the way around. All the reviews that I've read and watched really, really are enjoying the humor. Some of it is a little bit hit and miss for me, but that's humor for everybody. I mean, watch, watch some reviews, watch some gameplay, see if it's for you. But one of the interesting things about it is... The overall like story motif is he's telling the story of how this happened to him after, you know, he's already broken out to somebody. So at certain points they'd be like, yeah, I went down into the sewer and I fought this thing and it had, uh, oh, it had a lot of tentacles. And then you can pick like via numbers on the screen, how many it had, or yeah, I, I, uh, I saw a guard and it, there were, uh, you can pick like one, two, five, seven, whatever it is. And what is kind of funny about that is, you know, speaking on the tentacle one. This is one that's been spoiled for me. It's in pretty much every review. You're thinking, oh, it had a bunch of tentacles. You pick two, four, or six. So you think, oh, I'll, I'll make it easy. I'll pick two. It had two tentacles. You pick two. He goes, yeah, it had two dozen tentacles and they all pop up all around the monster so it's a lot of cool stuff like that kind of like walking into an area and what you see is not what ultimately happened because he narrates over top of it what really happened you go into like another piece that's been spoiled is you walk in and it's just a big dark room and he's like yeah here's where I that that one guy was he kind of goes in and there's still nothing. He's walking around, he's like, oh, now I remember, as the character is like halfway through the room, this is where I fought that really annoying grenade guy. And then he goes, poof, and he's got the, you know, the exclamation mark above his head, and he starts chucking grenades at you. So if you want some Metal Gear fun times with a not-too-serious bent, definitely check out Unmetal. I'm going to be checking it out myself. Just a fun send-up of it. And the other cool thing that I did want to mention in here is... You can't kill anybody in this game. You know, you're mostly knocking people out and dragging them into the shadows, but you do get weapons at a certain point. But if you start shooting people, you have to give up one of your med packs to heal them because you're not an assassin. You're just trying to break out of prison. And it's apparently a bit that keeps going on and on and on and on and on. But I thought that was a cool way of doing things. And... You also get encouraged to, if you do stealth guards out, if you take them down before they notice you, you get more experience. If they notice you and you get into a big brawl, you don't get experience to level up to be better at what you're doing. So kind of a roundabout way of saying all those cool systems that are in Unmetal, in addition to all the fun jokes and silly in-references and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. This looks like it will be up my alley. I'm just hoping that all the humor hits, or at least 75% of that humor hits, what I've seen so far, it's pretty good, and I'm excited to play on Metal.
1: Man, oh man. God bless. Matt with his crazy old games. You know, I don't know where you find these things. You know, you're some kind of magician over here, weaving it around, doing whatever. It's insane. It's almost like it's almost like a magic bag or a, a chest you're grabbing into where there's magic keys or, or treasures. You know, I don't know.
0: It's wild. That's exactly it. See, every week, I... In addition to these other keys I'm just about to talk about, I get an indie key and I take it to the indie releases chest and I put it in and I turn it and I unlock it and a bunch of games spring up and I go, oh man, look at all these great games I have to talk about. Just like all the great loot you can get with shift codes for golden keys and Borderlands to a fantastic game that we'll never play again. As I say, every single time it comes up in the rotation because we played it too damn much. So we'll never touch it again. But if you haven't played it too damn much, you can get yourself a fantastic loot in a fantastic game. You can't get the Bane out of it, which is the best gun that's ever made, but you can get a good gun to get you on the quest to get the Bane to just have a slow running, mm-hmm. but awesomely screaming, inducing awesome time. Beautiful. Oh, Love
1: it. The best gun ever. The Bane. Bring it back forever. Give it to me as a legendary gun. I think that's the way to go. think they're going to do it with uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I think we're going to see it. We've talked about it a little bit before. but
0: How could you not? How yeah. could you not? That's the perfect avenue mm-hmm. for it.
1: It's got to be in there somewhere. It has to be. Now, what doesn't have to be is the Game Awards. But it is, Matt. It is. It's coming. It's real. And it's in person coming December 9th, 2021, in whatever freaking La La Land, you know, not Michigan, so I don't really care, it's coming, (laughs) okay? It's not gonna be here, because Michigan's, Well, it's not dumb, Michigan's got a lot of cool stuff, but- Michigan's cool. For video games, it's dumb. Nobody cares about Michigan. Nobody's coming here. However, here's the catch. I said in person, but it's only in person to super cool, special people that Jeff thinks are awesome. So- It's kind of weird because it's in person, but it's only for super special guests that Jeff invites. So if you're in the in-in and you're super cool, hey, you might actually go there and get to see really cool stuff live in person. But for the rest of us schmucks, we will not.
0: I'll send you some selfies of me and Jeff uh, up on the stage, you know. And yeah, when I win content creator of the year this year and I'm up there, I'm like, yeah, I did it. I did it, I did it, it son. I finally made it. This one's from my buddy, Eric. Woo. Thanks,
1: son. And then I'll drink a beer. I'll drink a cold one. Yeah. I knew he could do it. I knew he could do it.
0: I saw the announcement of this and I got the email in my inbox and I went, it can't be Game Awards time already. And it, it isn't, but it, it is. It isn't, it's, but it is, it's, yeah. It's so weird that it's right around the corner, relatively. It this feels so- like it should still be like th- six months away. But then it's also here, and I'm excited because we get to do our Game Awards special mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and oh, just yeah. just have a great time. Oh, yeah.
1: And this is exactly that spot where you go, oh, well, we got time. We got time. It's a while away. And then it's going to be here. It's going to be here, and it's going to be happening. And it's going to be December. The fall is going to just whew, Fly away like mm-hmm. it always does. Winner's gonna hit, and then bada bang bada boom. We're gonna be here going, Oh my gosh, we gotta do the whole game awards. Oh, you ready to stay up super late at night and tax back mm-hmm. and forth? Law, ha ha ha. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited. And before we jump in anything, Matt, I think this is a good spot to just go, Guess what? In like a week, Alan Wake Remastered hits. <sighs> Did you know that? You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh, man. Look at that game That's we're, we're supposed to play and have a good time with. That's here in a week when I still have like five games that are on my shelf right now. Okay.
0: I mean, we got that. There's there's a ton of other stuff. Oh, there's oh, more. Back for Blood just comes Back out. Back for Blood it comes out in a week. Right or after two. quarter end, it comes yeah. out. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. whatever it was I talked about on the last episode, mm-hmm. for I was hyped for Q4, that yeah. comes out at the end that of October, out. which yeah. is just coming right around the corner, too. So
1: there's too much, it's a lot. There's a lot happening right around the corner as of next week games that we're supposed to be playing games coming really soon. it's insanity I don't know I don't know what we're supposed to do about it and then the game these game awards are gonna hit and they're gonna announce all these other games that we're supposed to be excited about uh-huh I don't know I don't know man you know a man's gotta a man's gotta retire you know what I mean I can't I can't keep doing it.
0: I agree with you, but you did say, texting back and forth during the game awards that is always so much fun it's one of the outside events that like we we don't do that we do you know you get what i'm saying yeah. that i actually look forward to it's not like, for Man, the
1: show just... not our typical thing and
0: this is like something we do as like normal friend dudes i'm like yeah that's cool it feels like i have like video game friends again oh everybody get hyped Oh, this is so cool. Look yeah, at that, wow.
1: see that? I was tripping out. I, I hit my head against the table several times and stabbed my cousin. Wow, woo! Good stuff. I'm excited. Exactly. And I didn't exactly stab my cousin about this next one. But Blue Point was acquired by Sony, Matt. And I thought yeah, we'd bring you it Yeah, you didn't up.
0: stab your cousin about this because you stabbed <laughs> your cousin a month ago a month when ago. we all found out about this. Because I saw this news come through and they were like, here's our beautiful welcome to the new studio, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at it and I watched it and I went... Didn't that happen already? And you had to remind me, mm-hmm. no, it didn't happen, but it was leaked. It was super teased. It was officially announced. It was and then accidentally taken back. Like,
1: put out and then taken back. And then everyone's like, what? What just happened? What did they just say? We didn't say nothing. Nothing, guys. Don't worry about it. And then now, a month later, they're like, okay, here it is. Hey, oh, hooray, Blue Point." And Blue Point, of course, did the rematches of Demon Souls. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, you know they've worked on some really cool remakes, remasters, whatever the hell you want to call them. But this time around, Matt, they said something about an original IP.
0: It is pretty cool, but if you read, I think it was an article that IGN had out.
1: Uh
0: It was with the head of Bluepoint, and he was saying, "Yeah, actually, if you think about it, though, since we're doing, since we've done so many remakes, I mean, two of the big ones, we've kind of done our own original stuff in, you know, building up the." The assets and the engines and, mm-hmm. and remaking well, these games, they,
1: and they have, yeah. I mean,
0: so I, I thought that was just a kind of a cool way of thinking of it, because when you think of remake or remaster, you know, you kind of think it's just like, like we said with Dead Space, oh, they're taking the the bones and then just putting more muscle around it, but they're doing all their own textures and all their own stuff and all their own things. So I, I was I was going to be like, ah, that could be cool. I, I hope they're good at making new games. But since they kind of are good at making new games in the style of the old game, I'm excited. I want to see what they do, because obviously you're not going to bring them on board if what they're making is not going to be good. I'm sure they've shown it around and, hey, 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 PlayStation, you want a piece of this? And that's just it. They
1: make beautiful games. I have no, no issue. I know they can make a beautiful game. The story is what we gotta think about because they haven't told their own story yet. Fair. That's where we'll find out if Bluepoint has what it takes. If they've got some really cool writers, uh, creators on board that can do something special, do something neat, do something unique, whatever that may be. And if they do, they're gonna they're they're gonna succeed because, like you said, they have already made some wonderful, beautiful games. So they've got the chops. Now it's just time to see if they can put the chops you know the meat the muscle in with something creative and fun that people are engaged in
0: and like we've always said like with embracer group or any other big acquisitions well now they're under that big playstation studios umbrella so if they say hey we could use some help in the storytelling department we could use some help in fleshing out our story and our writing and our characters well up goes the umbrella hey why don't you guys help out over there? Why don't you... I, we know some guys over here who do some really good work. Why don't you assist and get this ingredient over here and do that kind of stuff? So it's it's only good stuff. They make good stuff. They're going to make good stuff in the future. It's going to be beautiful.
1: It honestly is. I look forward to seeing what they're going to put out there. It's going to be years before we see a game game, but yeah, it's still pretty cool, and I look forward to seeing what they got. While we're waiting, though, I don't get to see what this is, but you do, Okay. Maybe you do, man. I don't know, because you don't really Let's have see. the screens capable of actually showcasing what we're about to say. <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. I don't get to see it, so if you don't get to see it, I don't get to <laughs> This sucks. All right, everybody. Dolby Vision is coming to the Xbox Series X and Series S. This is awesome. This is some technology that takes uh, you know the HDR and just ramps it up, takes the, uh, the visuals, the coloring, and just... Boom, pops, makes it pop, makes it beautiful, takes the sound, takes it up to another level, the whole nine yards. As I said, I don't get it because I don't have the Xbox Series X or S. I have the PC, and at that I've got the crappy graphics card still sitting in there, which I've told you all about. So I don't get to experience this right now. And then I went, Matt maybe does, but then I said, oh yeah, Matt doesn't have the screens that I have, so he doesn't get the HDR and all the cool bang, bang, popping that I get so neither one of us get to experience what dolby visions all about and that's sad to me because i was really hoping you would get to at least see it and tell me if it really does make a big difference but it's not going to happen unless matt surprises me and goes and buys himself a really nice monitor and or tv in the near future
0: i mean it could happen it's it's probably the next like big purchase why don't you help help brother out? You you're, you're sitting on your cool <laughs> Millie over there in that Scrooge McDuck room that's over there. It's this way from you right now. Plasma mat, plasma, <laughs> go donate that. Plasma. So I might not be able to see the Dolby Vision, but you said, hey, the Dolby the Dolby Vision is doing stuff with the sound too, which doesn't make any sense to me. And I do have the nice sound setup, so maybe if stuff's booming and banging and pivoty popping,
1: hopefully, I'm I'm super excited. I hope PlayStation follows suit and gives out or puts out something you know that compares with that if it's not dolby whatever it's going to be i'm sure they've got some kind of line somewhere because i want to see my games get the most out of it you know i mean i want them to pop as much as they can i want to see it i want to feel it i want to be in the game having a good time and it does suck that you know xbox apparently is rock and roll and pushing forward and PlayStation's like, nah, we're good. You know, we're already giving you a pretty decent thing. Don't worry about it. Just shut your mouth.
0: You got three D audio in those headphones. You I got that. I, don't, I
1: mean, I don't have those headphones though. So. They say it works on other headphones, Matt. They do, and I check. Yeah. They say it works with the ones I have, but I, I don't know. It sounds good, but I don't notice anything. So I, I don't know what I'm missing.
0: You know, side tangent, I got the Pulse 3D headset because I was doing the research for a good new PlayStation headset, as we, as mm-hmm. you know. I went and got that, and I was like, okay, what games have the 3D audio? And I wasn't going to reinstall Miles Morales, which is one of the big ones, but they went, hey, Returnal has got the 3D audio. It's so cool, so badass. And I went, okay, put it on, played Returnal, sounded good. But I didn't notice anything new or different. Mm-hmm. I went into the into the settings because they say make sure you have your 3D audio enabled. Okay, it's enabled, and then there's settings for like where is your 3D audio space in your head. You can move it up and down and in the middle, and so I moved it up and I moved it down, and you could tell it it sounds different. But it wasn't like the most mind blowing thing. It plays like a like a rain sound.
1: Mm-hmm. And you
0: can move it up quote fingers and down quote fingers. And I moved it to where it sounded.
1: The most rainy.
0: (laughs) It didn't like sound like it's moving to like the roof. And then the second story of the house, it just went like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what it is. Maybe my ears are busted. I don't know. That's true. You know, we do. We
1: both work in an environment where uh, noise Noises is a factor. Noises and screeches. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe we're all just mangled, and we don't understand what this noise thing's all about. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know what noise is. What is it? I don't know, <laughs> noise. <laughs> My games go boom. When boom I listen boom. to the Japanese <laughs> <laughs> games. They sound like <laughs> Japanese <laughs> dudes.
1: Yeah, exactly. They sound like Japanese people talking. It's what it is. What do you want? I
0: don't know. I play my indie games, and when they talk, it goes, it's little text sounds. That's Mm -hmm. all I need. I don't need 3D audio. With little chip tunes. That's that's true. You You don't need nothing for that. (laughs) You don't need nothing. Well, what we do need is to talk about what happened last week. The oldest news on the planet, the Nintendo Direct, that was happening as we recorded the show last week. It's not our fault. It's their fault. So what came, what came out of the Nintendo Direct? I'm going to start it off because it was the first thing on the Direct. I think it was. I can't remember, but it's the first thing that I wrote down. Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon Roars. The demo's out now. This is the card-based RPG from the near people, Yoko Taro, and a couple other people. Did you play the demo, Mr. Eric? I did
1: not. I did not, man. I haven't had time. I've been all over the flipping place. And the brief times I've been available... I couldn't help myself but to do Diablo 2 and or Tales of Rise. It was a it was a huge point. I wanted to do it. I'm still going to do it. It's a for sure thing, but mm. and I was disappointed because I was hoping to get on the show and be able to talk to you about it. But here we are. I I didn't get to it and I'm sad about it. Cause the music from the trailer that they showed just straight up I went, oh my God. Yeah. This is it. This is near music. This is the stuff of legends right here. This is the beautifulness. I'm not a big card game guy, but this this could this could get me there. This could do it.
0: And I will say the music is phenomenal. And from the demo as it is, it's not like a card game. It's like if you went on like you and your buddy were doing a D&D thing, but uh-huh. to represent everything, it was on a card. So you still play it like a traditional RPG, like a turn-based RPG, except everything is on a card it's not like, you know, Bat and Kaitos where fire is on a card and you pick that out of your deck. It's just like, Hey, here's your skills. Buh, 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 buh. And then it's like a, a thing of cards. I don't know how to describe it. I love the atmosphere of it though. Cause it takes place. Like you're playing on a table and the, the DM essentially has flipped over all these cards that represent the world. And as you move your piece, you flip the cards over, you have random encounters. When that happens, like a, a specialty table deck comes out, and then you have your encounter on there, where your characters are the cards, and you know your skills are the cards. And when you attack, like your card will jump up and move and do like actions, not like the card is animated, but the card itself jumps up and goes whoosh for a sword swing or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they do that in the story too; like cards will jump up. And when you meet the queen, your card kind of does a little bow thing. I like that because it looks; it makes it feel like a physical thing you're playing with and i like that and i hope that they with yoko taro being in it that he takes that in some kind of really weird direction maybe your first band of adventurers ends up dying and their cards like get ripped up something like that would be really really cool because he does weird twisted oh yeah he's, unexpected always in the, stuff.
1: he's always about that yeah
0: so i can't wait to see what kind of strange twist will come out of here but so far the demo is very traditional rpg you do a basic quest, you go to a town, you find info, you go fight monsters, you get a thing. It's just a very, very intro, as you would expect from a demo, but I love the style of it. I like the battle system. I like everything about it. I just want more, and I want to know more about this. I'm on the same boat.
1: I can't wait to know more about this game. I can't wait to play the demo, experience it for myself. But uh, one game that I, I don't need to see more of, that I'm on board with, was Triangle Strategy. Priorly known as Project Triangle Strategy, now named Triangle Strategy. It's awesome. I love the names. I love it. They, they showcase this a little bit, let you know that it's actually coming March 4th, 2022. So that's another one of those titles that seems like it's far away, but it's right around the corner, right around my birthday. So that's an easy win for me. Birthday gift, boop, boop, I get Triangle Strategy. I can't wait to jump into an old school... Freaking strategy RPG with that wonderful music, the beautiful sprites, everything going on. We talked about it when that demo first hit before. I'm sure they're probably going to do another one probably before the game hits again to get everybody pumped up even more for it. So I'll play the hell out of that one. I'll probably pre-order right before it comes out to get any kind of little bonus stuff that comes with it. I was excited to see it. Didn't need to see it, but I wanted to bring it up because it was fun. It's a great game. I can't wait to play it. And... Like I said, it is right around the corner, even though it's March fourth.
0: Now I do agree with every single thing you said. I am excited for it. The only thing that's keeping me from being too hyped about it is just watching this new trailer of it. Uh-huh. There was the there was like the very cramped battle system where the archer threw the steel trap down on the ground, uh-huh. and from that overhead camera that they had, like just like the base shot of it. It looked really cluttered, like the characters, because everything's kind of glowy and, and and all together. And I remember the demo that we played being pretty crisp and clean and there was no problems. So I'm hoping it's more like that and less like this impression that I got. Because I got an impression of like everything was kind of blending all together because of the, the the glowing and the the fancy dew particle effects and things. Mm. So. I am excited for it too, but I want to see more like just base gameplay of somebody boop boop booping their their units around and doing stuff, so I can know that it's going to be nice and clear and just. I don't know. I just had that weird impression of just
1: too much happening going on. It just became yeah. a color fest, all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. I'm staying, I understand. I got gotcha.
0: you. Talking about strategy RPGs, a whole series of games that I totally missed out on. I know I have at least one of these free on Steam or Epic Game Store, but they said the Shadowrun trilogy from I think started on the Xbox 360 era with the Shadowrun Returns, I think. Those are all coming to Nintendo Switch. That's one of those things that I should have played all those games back in the day. So when this comes out, if I can find it on a sale, I'm probably going to pick it up just because I love strategy, tactical RPGs, moving my units and doing the things. I love that cyberpunk world that those are all in. And every time I heard anything about any of these games from back in the day, it was, these are so great, everybody should play them. Well, now here's an easy way to get all of them. Put it in a little card or put it in a download in your Switch and get it and play it.
1: While you're doing that, Matt, I think I'm going to have to do the old Shin Megami Tensei 5 coming out November 11th, which is another one right around the corner. We've talked about this before where we were both like, well, we're interested because we both got into Persona this shin megami tensei is way harder, way more you know, crazy than persona was. Persona kind of diverted and became your traditional RPG fun time adventure, where shin megami was like, "No, we're going to brutally destroy you and make you have to grind for 100 hours." Based off the trailers, based off the gameplay, based off the vibe, I feel like they're kind of trying to find a middle ground. It feels like they're trying to bring it less, you know, not as less less than persona. But not crazy grind like mm. traditional Shin Megami Tensei was. And if they do that, I'm on board because I don't mind a harder game. You know, let's be honest Persona was easy. I had yeah. no issues ever beating that game. But I don't want grindy, stupid hard where I'm spending 170 hours, you know, just, oh, what are you going to do tonight? I got to farm for literally the entire night and then the next entire night and the next entire night before I can even think about moving forward. And then this, of course, is a more mature title. So there's all sorts of cool adult themes, crazy stuff going on, you know, more of me and your, you know, age range jam kind of happening. So I'm super interested in it. I still am not sold on it, but they announced the English cast. They got the, of course, the date out there. They put out a trailer. It's looking sharp. It's feeling sharp. The uh, the casting for it. I went and listened to you know some of the voice acting going back and forth. Looks and sounds pretty good. I know you typically play you know Japanese. Yeah. But I like to go ahead and put on the English versions for my games. Uh, I don't know why, but I just it's just the way I've always done it, so looks good, sounds good. I want to get in it, but I'm scared because I typically never commit to my Switch games. Hardcore, more than like 10 hours and I'm usually out. So this is, I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, get this and play it for 10 hours like you always do and then never get back into it." And I'm like, oh, "But this looks really good. I don't
0: know." Yeah, this is one of those ones that's it's right on that borderline with me. Like I was hyped for it earlier, and then I, with everything else that's happened, I immediately pushed it all the way away. And I went, okay, I'm I just can't play it. And now the more I see of it, because Persona Central is putting up something every oh, single day, all the time, with gameplay yeah. and videos and this and that. And I'm like, well, I mean, I said I wanted to play it. I really should play it, but I, it's it's like it's like teetering on the ledge right now. I'm just about to just say I can't play it. Which is what I just said, but it's it's, just it's it creeping up. and crawling back up. So I don't wanna play I don't wanna play it, but I wanna play it. It's like Scar and old boy, you know, you got mm-hmm. your
1: his paws are just hanging in there. Ah, don't let me go, Scar. Don't let me go.
0: <laughs> and another one that I shouldn't want to play, but I do, Castlevania Advance collection. Oh yeah. From back in the flashcard days, I would download every single Castlevania game on the Game Boy Advance and play through it five, ten hours, and then drop it. Hey, just like Shadowrun Trilogy, these are games I should have played and beaten a long time ago. Here they all are. Put it in a little cart in your Switch. You have them forever now. So even if you don't beat them, well, at least you got it. I should get it. Do I have time to play it? Absolutely not. Will I play it through all the way even if I do? I don't know. But it's got my interest. I saw it and I went, I want it but I shouldn't want it. I don't know.
1: Here's the deal, Matt. I've beaten two of those three. I still own two of those three titles. Uh, and I have my DS Lite and I have my 3DS and I have, you know, all the in-between. So I, I have and can play them at, at will. I was still drawn to this and went, mm-hmm. but man, imagine playing on the Switch. Yeah. Imagine being able to put it up on my full screen and play it. Or even just on that vastly superior screen the Switch has over the old DS, etc. I went, that'd be really cool, Eric. And I'm like, Eric, stop. Stop. You've beat two of the three of these titles. You own them and can actively play them if you want. Give it up. Give it a rest. So I'm I'm tempted. Don't get me wrong. This this is an amazing collection, and I'm glad they're putting it out in the world. But thankfully, due to the past, due to what I have, I can go ahead and just take this one and let it let it drift and maybe get it on a super sale in the future or something. But let me tell you, man, Razor Renaissance, are you kidding me? Like I don't know why this game always pops in my head, but every couple years I go, man, I remember ActRaiser. What a great game that was. Me and my buddy Arch sitting around playing that game, hours on end, hours and hours of just playing ActRazor. Loving the hell out of that game. And out of the blue, for no reason, they're like, hey... We did this. We just up-resed it, made it super cool, did all sorts of crazy cool stuff to it, and it's out today. Go play it. Go buy it. You're going to love it. And I went, what? I'm still in shock. I don't even know how to react. Mm-hmm. I sit here without it, and I go, you sh- you think about this game every couple of years. You should get it. I mean, this game comes in your mind actively all the time. Why not buy it? And I go, I don't know. I don't know. I- it looks amazing. I should yeah. want this and get it. And it, and I was just completely awed and shocked that they talked about it and released it that day. I don't know how to re, I don't know how to react. I, I, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with it, man.
0: That's one I can't help you on because ActRaiser, while I, I have memories of it being a good game, it was a game that my buddy rented, so I would only see it those few times that he uh-huh. had rented it and I was over. And I was like, that's a cool game, but I never got to play it. I never got to experience it all. So I missed out on the whole Act Razor craze. But one thing I didn't miss out on, and we had talked about it. See, they did this on purpose because the remake was announced just a few weeks ago. And it whetted my appetite and it got me my brain stirring and thinking about Knights of the Old Republic and thinking about all the good times I had in that game, playing through it twice completely, all those hundreds of hours. Hey, Knights of the Old Republic is coming to Switch. Should I buy it? No. I played the crap out of it on Xbox. I have it on like one of my Kindles. I played through the crap out of it and there too. It's like you with the Castlevania one. Mm -hmm. Imagine that on the Switch, taking that to work and playing Knights of the Old Republic at lunch. And then when I get home, take that Switch, put it in its dock, and now Knights of the Old Republic is up and shiny as it can be in the old version up on my big screen again. And I'm having good times or bad times with all my oldest and dearest friends or worst enemies. I shouldn't want it, but I want it. Yeah, you, I want it right now. You got to pass. You got to pass, man.
1: I'm glad they did it, but with them announcing the remake, you know, you got to just. But here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull an Eric on the remake. When's that going
0: to come out? 2023, 2024, 2024 2027, 20, 2030. Yeah. I'll be dead by the time that comes out. You'll probably
1: be dead. Exactly. See? So I got to get this right now. (laughs) (laughs) You do indeed, man. You do indeed. I'd say just do it. You know what? You only live once, man. You're right. You only live once. That's right. Now, I was hoping my dream was going to come true, man. (laughs) When they said, hey, guess what we're doing, guys? We're expanding our catalog. And I went, okay. What are you talking about? We're bringing Nintendo 64 games onto the Nintendo Online whole thing. And I went, okay, that's cool. I mean. I love Nintendo 64. I, I love it. I love it. Then they announced titles and stuff going on about it. And, you know, I'm like, cool, cool, cool up. I'm on board with this, you know? And they said, we're also bringing Sega Genesis games. And I went, this is it.
0: This is where, no, this is no, where Chacon, no, this no, is where Chacon no. comes <laughs> back. I saw that. And I thought Eric is going to be thinking about exactly this because yeah. he think, thinks he's spoken
1: into existence. I spoke Not yet. it into existence. Not, Not yet. Not yet though. It's, it's made by Sega and Sega's on board, so there is a extremely high chance that this is going to come to pass, and I can't wait. But it didn't happen on the direct, and I was like, "Damn it!" But they did bring Ristar, which is another fantastic Sega Genesis game that I cannot recommend enough. And I went, "Man, I just took my subscription off because we were never, we just weren't playing any of the games." And I'm like, "Well, there's yeah. no point. I don't have friends, so we don't play online, and now they." Did this with the N64 games, Ocarina of Time, etc. coming. And then Banjo-Kazooie's coming. And I'm like, I totally want to play Banjo-Kazooie again. That would be fantastic. And then, of course, if Banjo-Kazooie's coming, you know Conker's Bad Fur Day is probably around the corner. I'm like, that would be sweet. And then, of course, with the Sega Genesis games, you know what Chakan's coming. It's a Sega game. It's an easy freebie.
0: Oh. Now, when you said it's an extremely high chance that it's coming, I made the minuscule gesture with my fingers but then I immediately I see I took it back away and my hand went back underneath the desk because if you listen to the internet at all whenever anything is announced for Nintendo online everyone goes give us the games we really want and they give you some really damn obscure, some, obscure some game that nobody ones. likes mm-hmm. and I went that's going to happen it's here it's going to be
1: like give us Sonic 3 and 4 Sonic 2 and 3 or whatever and they're going to go and <laughs> I'm going to just shout for joy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do cartwheels. So give us Vector Man, and they're going to give us Chican. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to be That's it. Great.
0: I was thinking of Herzog's Y, the one that everybody remembers from back mm-hmm. in the day and says it's so great. Give us Herzog's Y. Chican is here. Oh, man, that Bam. sucks. And give us Vector be... Man. Give a, They
1: give you Tin Head instead. <laughs> I love the Sega boys and girls. I'll tell you, I grew up on it. I have so many uh... memories with the Sega Genesis and all of its games. You can't disappoint me. I've played the bad ones. I've played the good ones. And I've got a memory and a love for them all.
0: Well, here, I got got a two-pack for you of the last two other than the big one from right at the end that I'm very excited about. First off, an update is coming to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Going to be revealed in October and then dropping in November. Brewster's Roost is coming. I haven't played an Animal Crossing game other than New Horizons, so I don't really know what this is. But now Reddit can shut the F up. Every single day, they would put put up a thing. They took out Brewster. I can't believe it. Well, look, here he is. Shut up, shut up, your faces up right now. And then on a bigger, happier, fluffier, pink flying through the sky kind of note, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I haven't played a Kirby game probably since Superstar Heavy, but I did play Canvas Curse on the DS, which was a lot of mm-hmm. fun. I really enjoyed that one. And I saw a little pink Kirby dude going through the land, and I went, this is what I need right now. I need a cute platformer because obviously there's not going to be a new Mario for forever that that was that niche I can't wait to play a new Kirby game full 3d big open world environments running around sucking up things and getting powers and doing stuff that whole trailer just made me smile I watched it again today and I went yeah man I need a Kirby game I used to love all the dark and disturbing things. Now I just want a cute little puff dude to just run around and have fun with, man. That's all I want.
1: I still love all the dark, disturbing things, but I've always loved Kirby. I've had a soft spot in the heart for Kirby. Now, I'm not like you. You are a big Kirby fan than I. I've only played the original, OG Nintendo version. I think I played one of the Game Boy ones, but that was about it. That's the extent of my Kirby adventure. But I, I just have great memories of it. And when I saw that trailer with him in like this... Like everyone's been laughing and talking about this last of us world or whatever Kirby and the Last right. of Kirby's Us Kirby's Apocalypse. Yeah, Kirby's Apocalypse. I went, oh. Bada bing, bada boom. I buy this. It's for the kids, not for me. It doesn't count as a game mm-hmm. to play for me. It's for the kids, not me. Look, totally it's a little pink play fluffy it. man. Yeah, exactly. Why would I ever love do that? Yeah, why would it ever do that for me? This, this doesn't count. This doesn't count. Boom, gonna play it, gonna enjoy it. Ah, uh, what a win win. What a win win. And I don't know where you're ending tonight, Matt, but I'm going to end here. I'm going to bring it to Bayonetta 3, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love Bayonetta. I've played the hell out of some Bayonetta, but this trailer was garbage to me. I don't know how you felt about it, and maybe I've got a really bad take on it, but the trailer they showed here, I was like, oh, 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 what? What? It just was not looking good. It just wasn't popping for me. I don't. I don't know about you. Did you did you check this trailer out, or did you just hear posts about you know obviously it coming or?
0: No, I watched it later, and I watched it again today. It just looked like Bayonetta to me, dude. Okay. So I mean, and I I loved the first Bayonetta. I didn't beat it, but I played a whole crap ton of it, and it's looked like more of that to me.
1: I think what's happened is no, I I'm here. Myself? No, wait,
0: pause. I know what happened. I know what happened because she summoned the big dragon thing, and it zoomed in on her, and she still had all the clothes on. That's what. That's why is you that thought it happened? was garbage because she didn't have you she, know, wasn't, all the skin yeah, she wasn't the skin. Yeah, she wasn't skin. She was like something. in the demon form and she was yeah. still had her dress yeah, on. Still That's, that's on. the problem. Yeah. That's what your Nintendo
1: problem was like. is Nintendo would it, but that's not what the problem was. Even though that's you're what correct. your problem was. No, <laughs> the problem was is I've I've rose not rose tinted glasses this, but I've I've brought it into my mind to be what it's probably not. Well, what obviously, isn't going to be. I remember Bayonetta. One, two. And I go, okay, those were great looking games for when they came out and everything. And I just, in my head, I was like, okay, we're about to get some beautiful shit here. And I was thinking that game that me and you were looking at, uh, what's that one? Eve or whatever, whatever that one coming out.
0: I can't remember. Project Eve or something Project like Eve. That,
1: yeah. And I instantly went, okay, Bayonetta, Project Eve. This is going to be, oh, I can't wait. And then the trailer came out and I went, oh, this is like PS2 graphics. <laughs> What's happening? Oh my God! What's happening? What? Why is this dragon so blocky? Why does it look like a Nintendo sixty four dragon?
0: You're going too far with the Nintendo sixty four thing. You don't I remember know. what? I know, it's is like. I know it's too far. I know
1: it's too far. I know it's too far. Exaggerate, but it, I just was like, oh whoa, whoa, what? My brain was just getting way ahead of itself. I was just sitting there going, all right, I'm ready for this beautiful, gorgeous thing. It's gonna blow my mind. And I went, oh no, it's not that. It's
0: you were ready for a PS5 game, but you forgot this is on a Switch.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I thought I was thinking PS5 Bayonetta, and we got Switch Bayonetta. And I, it just, I was like, whoa, this, what the hell just happened? Oh, no. And I got to get out of that because I love Bayonetta, and I know it's going to be freaking amazing. But I just, I don't know what happened to me. And I, I did exactly that. I went, I, I thought this was going to be like blowing my mind. Graphics, beautiful it was not
0: and i still think it looks good because when i I actually did play bayonetta one some more on the switch when they did Uh the one and two pack and those graphics are like they seem really muddy to me they don't stand out so a lot of these did at least stand out like the different shades of the different colors in in certain enemies and bayonetta's attacks Uh so i thought it looked good i'm excited for it i was going to end on that note too but I guess we're not excited for it. So no, I'm just going to say, you, hey, don't no, forget, don't you it. be excited Don't forget. For it. <laughs> it. Don't forget <laughs> Metroid Dread comes out in like two weeks, too. Well, that Metroid Dread also yeah, comes out. That was out. another one so,
1: that's coming out, and I got to have it. I'm like, oh, my God. Whatever.
0: I got sad that they showed that again because it got me hyped again. And mm-hmm. that's it's too soon, and it's too much, and too many other damn games. I'm going to play halfway through it, and then some other damn thing is going to come out, and I'm going to get distracted. I don't know. I'm excited for that one. But I'm excited for the robot to just be Baby Metroid because you know that's what it's going to be. It's going to chase you through all the game and, and then it's, it's going to sacrifice itself. No, I mean, it's not actually going to be, but it's going <laughs> to sacrifice itself and you go, raw, hyperbeam, you know, all that stuff. I hope not. They wouldn't do that again. They wouldn't do that again. Come on. They would. It's going to save you at the end just like Baby Metroid did. Maybe, maybe you don't go full on hyperbeam. Maybe maybe they like attach to you as like a an Exoskeleton, yeah,
1: you some kind of Zord they become like like super Samus, super Samus, you know, and then you beat the crazy new mother brain that's like uber powerful, but you only could do it because of this new robotic
0: weird thing. But if you know if these things are going to hunt you through the whole game, they're definitely going to sacrifice themselves for you at the end. You know, Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. You've seen you've seen media, you know,
1: I know it's probably going to happen. You're right. You know what? Let's Debbie down it all. Let's Debbie down <laughs> the last two games. I didn't mean to Debbie down it. I love Bayonetta. It's going to be great, man. We should be excited for it. It just, I my brain did something stupid, and I, I got to correct myself. I got to fix myself, okay?
0: Check yourself before Check you myself. wreck yourself. That's hey. right.
1: Exactly. That's all we got. That's all we're doing. It's over.
0: That's it. That's it. Yeah, we're, we're hyped for all these games, except we ended on a horrible note. What about you out there in podcast listener land? What are you not... Debbie Downer about. Tell us that via the email thirdshiftme@gmail.com gmail.com on the Twitter machine at ThirdShiftMe and find us on Facebook under ThirdShift.
1: Indeed, while you're looking over there you can also head over to the old Patreon. It's like a tip jar. Like what you heard this week? Like what we're doing? We made you chuckle? Made you laugh? Want to throw a buck to our way? Please consider doing so. It helps us keep the lights on, pays the bills up on the onlines, does all the things, keeps us running, keeps us going. We appreciate it, but we do also understand if you cannot Hey, guess what though? Listening to the show, being here every week—that's the most important thing, period. That you can do. And if you're hearing this, you are doing it. So look, you're a VIP already. We appreciate you. And you can also do mailbag questions, five-star ratings, because we're always asking for those. I've threatened lives many times on that. You know what do you what do you guys and gals need from me? I don't know. I don't know. We got that. We're gonna have to think about it. We're gonna have to come up with some kind of triangle strategy. To get you guys to give us that five star rating, we're
0: gonna come up with a triangle strategy between the two of us. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's called a vertex strategy. That's not that's not a triangle. We just get, we got one arc with one point. That's right.
1: We got we gotta do what we gotta do. We gotta work with what we got, man.
0: But what we do have is another episode coming out on the seventh of October. You can find that on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And that'll be the episode where we're both so tired because quarter end, it's a dragon, it's just a nine hundred pound gorilla on our backs. We're both going to be worn out, Eric. I'm going to be oh so God, tired because no, quarter it. end, it's going to be so bad. Oh up. my goodness! This ah, you love
1: it. Look, at, I I'm not bitter about it, but don't you don't you say that. He, Matt is a liar. He is not going to be in this corner, and I will be in this corner, and I will be tired and bitter. Matt, he'll be energetic, lively, having a good old time, so he'll bring the juice, and I'll bring the brew, I don't know, the booze. I'll bring the
0: booze. <laughs> but what you can bring to us is a like, rating, review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it.
1: We do indeed appreciate it. We appreciate those five stars I've already mentioned to you. I've tried to praise you. I've tried to threaten you. I've done all the things. Soon we'll have a new strategy in place. I don't know what it is yet, but consider. Five-star ratings keeps pushing us up in the metrics. It's talked about in every podcast. It's real. It's a thing. That's why every podcast mentions it. Consider doing that. And getting our name out there, so that way we're on the top of those metrics. And every time someone's like, oh, "I want to listen to a video game podcast," boom, third shift's there instead of seventeen twenty podcasts down. All of a sudden, we're famous. We're having a great time. We're able to do more for all of you. It's a win win scenario.
0: Absolutely, and with that, there's nothing else to say. But. Don't. <speaking <speaking> hey, you.
1: And sit down.